Welcome to the Inglorious Blasters Podcast, a Star Wars Legion podcast talking anything and everything glorious or inglorious about the game. My name is Brendan, and today with me is John. We, we are Coriolis. There's no rules. We've done this before. Um, so we're going off the rails. It's about to get buck wild. I don't know about that. But, uh, <laughs> buck yeah, mild. We, yeah, there we go. Buck mild. Buck mild. I'm, I'm, I'm good with that. Yeah. Um, we, we'll, we'll see what happens. Corey usually keeps us in line. Um, and that's not happening. Uh, Corey is off doing uh, more important things than Legion. I, I know, hard to believe, but sometimes that happens. So uh, he'll uh, hopefully be back with us soon. That's what uh, I listened to the last episode, and I recorded in the beginning. Then I was gone. I don't know if anyone noticed that, but <laughs> no one even mentioned it. Like, oh, John <laughs> no. had to hop off. I just magically disappeared. But that is what happened, yep. in case anyone was wondering. If they lost any sleep over wondering why I, I was not at the back end of the episode. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought about that after the fact, and I realized we didn't address the fact that all of a sudden John just stopped talking. <laughs> so I, I, I'm, I'm sure people had some wild speculation. Nope, nobody let me know. But uh, so, yeah, just you, you, you weren't there. So what you're saying um, no one cared? Is that what you're saying? We we got no. I'm emails. not saying that. No, I'm just saying no. <laughs> nobody questioned where you were. So I I don't know. Either they just figured uh, you were quiet or something. I don't know. But um, yeah. Uh, before we get really started on today's podcast, uh, I do want to apologize to all the listeners um, because. Uh, Corey's a little busy right now. Uh, I will be the one doing the record, uh, the uh, editing of the podcast, so it probably won't sound as clean as if Corey had done it. Uh, I will try my best. Also, um, there might be a little extra background sound. Uh, I'm still in the middle of a print on my 3D printer. You might hear that in the background a little bit throughout this episode. Um, sorry, I I don't. I'm not a great 3D printer. I don't feel comfortable pausing the the print mid print uh to increase our audio but i promise it's something cool that i'm printing and ev- everyone will know more soon uh because it is uh for uh, aco and uh I, I i look forward to saying more about that soon um speaking of aco uh please go it's going to be a great time it is June 17th and 18th, and we're doing six rounds of Swiss, a 64-person tournament. Um, doing a bounty board. I'm, I'm hoping once we learn some more about the new uh, tournament circuit for the year, um, we get to be a regional, which would be great, and then we'd have four invites. Um, so as soon as I know more, I will be sharing that information out. But please make sure you are signing up if you are interested. I would hate for you to not get a ticket because we sell out. So please, buy tickets now. I will go. Yes, John has already bought his ticket. So I'm committed. Yeah, you better be. <laughs> um, now, so please, please come. It's going to be a great time. Whether it's your first tournament or just another tournament, if you're competitive or not, even if you're not competitive, please come, have fun, 
it's a guaranteed six games of Legion, and you're going to meet a lot of cool people. Uh, I, I, presumably they're cool. I'm probably not a cool person, but you'll meet cool people, and, you know, uh, even if you're not a competitive player, just play, have fun. That's why I'm adding a, bad, a bounty board this year, so uh, you can try and just go for some of the bounties if you uh, don't think you're going to win any games. It still gives everybody a chance to win some stuff. John, have you ever done an event with a bounty board? I can't say that I have, which is surprising. Yeah, somehow I haven't either yet, but I liked the idea. I saw, I've seen other people do it, and I went, this sounds fun. So, yeah, we're having I'm some down. fun. I'm down with some fun. I want to give a shout out to all the sponsors that we have so far for the Atlantic City Open. Um, including Baron of Dice, Darkfire Designs, the Legion Tournament Circuit, and Luminous Gaming. So thank you very much to all of them for their support. Up next in our list of tournaments people would like us to talk about, we have before Atlantic City is going to be Iron Weld up in Boston. That is May 27th and 28th, and it's 32 players, and it's a five-round Swiss tournament. So uh, if you are in the Boston area or can get there easily, please go. Uh, looks like it should be a good time, and you can find out more at wickeddicey.com. Up next is the tournament I really wish I could go to, but you know John's just shoving it in my face that he's going. And that's going to be the Crucible down in Orlando, Florida, um, September 29th through October 1st. It's going to be two different heats with a top cut, and that is so that people can go to Galaxy's Edge on the day they're not playing. Uh, jealous is all I can say. Jealous. Yeah, that one's going to be a good time. Good time. Bring your family if you can. If you have or one. Or don't if you don't want to. <laughs> or if you don't have one, don't bring anybody. Just yeah. bring yourself. It's a lot cheaper if you go by yourself. But, that um, is true. That is very true. This is going to be quite a pricey Legion tournament for me. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I hope everybody who goes has a great time. Um, just just know I, I am sad I will not be there uh, unless things drastically change. But um, no, should should be a great time. And that is being run by uh, Jordan at Luminous Gaming. So God. Uh, He'll do, he, he does great tournaments down in Florida, from uh, my understanding. So this one will not be any different. And then the uh, newest tournament we've been asked to talk about. The uh, Three Foot Good uh, YouTube channel has asked us to talk about their Fall Brawl. Uh, this coming October in Davenport, Iowa at the Games Plus One store. Uh, it's currently at 24 people and already maxed out at that 24 count. Uh, but they believe that it can go up to 32 people. Uh, this store is apparently going to get some more space, and they seem confident in that. Uh, so they are asking to please join the waitlist if you are interested. There's always a chance people might drop before then. So if you are able to get to Davenport, Iowa... Sign up for this, and you can find out more about it on Game Uplink. I hope they find that space. I, me too. 
32 players is a lot for a uh, just like a local event. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I, I wish some of the uh, events around me were able to do that, but they just don't have the space. Very disappointing. Curse space. Only space wasn't an issue. This is a space game. There shouldn't be space issues. I'll see myself out for that bad pun. <laughs> uh, I just I just blankly stared. I... <laughs> Yeah, it's, that that was bad. It's a combination of that, and I am so mesmerized by the 3D printer behind you. <laughs> I'm just sitting. So if you ever see that I'm spaced out, it's because I'm just watching. I don't even know what the components are called, but I'm just watching this thing go left to right, left to right, which I presume it is printing, right? Yes. Um, but it is mesmerizing. It's very, very, uh, very entrancing to watch. Yeah, I, I mean the. Uh... I, I mean, the the one currently printing has been going for over thirty hours now. It's a big piece, so which is another reason why I was hesitant to to pause this thing. I just want it to be done. <laughs> it's taking forever. It is going to be a sweet table. I know you have not really hinted at any spoilers, so I won't give anything away. But uh, the STLs that I have seen are pretty remarkable. So it's going to be pretty sweet when it's done. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm hoping everybody else agrees. I think it's pretty cool, but uh, we'll, we'll we'll see. I should have more information soon, TM. So, um, before we get into uh, the full swing of things, I'm going to just say, you know, thank you to Baron of Dice for being a sponsor of our podcast. Uh, they, he does some uh, great dice, various different game sets, but he does have dice that are set for Legion. Um, you know, it's the uh, different faction symbols for the surge results. It says if it's a crit on the die, rather than just seeing the, the crit symbol. Um, there, there's some really cool dice. He's also got dice for the different uh, damage results for vehicles, if you're interested in those. Um, you can check out his dice in the Far Away collection. Uh, the, the Far Away Galaxy collection, sorry. Uh, at baronofdice.com and if you use the checkout code glorious you will get a discount courtesy of just if you are interested use that he knows you came from us and you get a discount it's a great deal all around since our last episode where uh, we talked all about adepticon and worlds and all the spoilers we got there has been only one major update in legion and that is the full reveal of Ahsoka's command cards. Uh, I know, uh, I think uh, she looks like a, a pretty fun unit, and John's just disappointed she's not part of the Republic. But he'll do his best to, uh, you know, keep an open mind with this. So, <laughs> he's giving me a blank stare again. <laughs> I thought you were going to go right into the card, sir. No. Nope. I'm just waiting on you. No. Nope. Yeah, so uh, I will uh, just give a brief recap of Ahsoka Tano Fulcrum for the Rebels and her card, so it makes more sense when we're talking about her command cards. Um, she's an operative trooper unit with six health, three courage, red defense dice, surge to crit on offense, speed two, her lightsaber is 
double rainbow with impact 2 pierce 2. She's 165 points with two force upgrades and two training upgrades with jump 2, charge, defend 1, deflect, immune pierce, and Jarkai mastery, which lets her use her dodges to improve attack dice. Um, and just as a reminder for defend 1, that's if she receives an order, she gets a dodge token. So Ahsoka is basically the opposite of Asajj in that regard, that, you know, they're pretty similar otherwise, but you want to put orders on Ahsoka for the dodge. Um, I'm going to look at her cards going 3-2-1, because uh, I think her one pip is the most fun and entertaining. Um, however, before we start reading these cards... This might be my favorite card art they've done yet. I mean, these things are just beautiful. I like them. I, I don't know if I would say my favorite one yet. I still really like the Cody cards. But the cards as a whole, like each time we see new command cards, they are night and day better than some of the originals that we had. So they are definitely improving. Um, these are pretty sweet but definitely a fan of the Cody cards. And that's not me being biased towards Gar. He's being biased. <laughs> Maybe a little. So Ahsoka's three pip is called A New Beginning, and it orders her and two units. At the start of Ahsoka Tano's activation, she recovers. When Ahsoka Tano issues an order to a small base trooper unit, that unit gains either one aim token or one dodge token, and Ahsoka Tano gains Inspire 2. This is a great little support card. Gives out some extra tokens to some small base troopers, and helps you deal with suppression with the Inspire 2. Overall, I think it's a, a very good 3-pip. Yeah, and I think you need that free recover, because she does not have Master of the Force. Um, mm -hmm. so yeah, being able to get your force push back is definitely worth its weight in gold. So, um, this card is pretty spicy and I think pairs really nicely with Sabine. Um, obviously she's on the card, so fairly self-explanatory, but throwing a dodge over to Sabine cause she's a small base trooper unit and giving her that dodge where she has nimble. So she'll keep it the whole round is pretty, pretty spicy. So, definitely solid. agree with that. Yeah, no, it's. It's, it's a very solid 3-pip. It's also the only one that of Ahsoka's cards that go, does give her the free recover. So do want to keep that in mind. The first of her two pips is Swift Protector. It only orders Ahsoka. Uh, Ahsoka Tano gains Guardian 2. When another friendly small base trooper unit at range 1 of Ahsoka Tano is declared as a defending unit... It may gain one dodge token. This uh, seems like a pretty cool card. I don't know how often you'll end up using the Guardian 2. Um, just because you, know, you don't necessarily want to put wounds on Ahsoka if you can help it. Um, she can't use her dodges uh, on the Guardian. You know, like uh, an Obi-Wan could. But um, the fact that anybody with it at range 1 of her could get dodges as a result of being shot, I think is huge. Agreed. Yep. Synergizes really well with some different tricks you can do. Um, 
not many people are playing Rebel Troopers. I feel like a lot of people are doing Rebel Vets now, but Rebel Troopers, you'd get them that dodge, and then they'd have it for the round with Nimble. Um, so I like that. But you're right, Guardian 2, probably not. I mean, I would never take a 50-50 roll on Ahsoka to save a Rebel Trooper, Vet, whatever she's guarding. Maybe Sabine, like if it was like a like a recover the supplies situation. I don't know. Yeah, the Guardian, I mean, you could do some different things with putting medics in your army, and trip, but I don't know if I'd build around this one card. So I definitely think the value is in those free dodge tokens because there's no limit to it either. So, like, if you had a bunch of guys around her at range one, um, you could get multiple dodges from the card when you're yeah. getting attacked. Yeah, because it doesn't say that it can only happen once when a small base trooper unit at range one is being shot. So, for example, let's say you do, you know, Sabine is next to Ahsoka. Uh, you know, the first time Sabine gets shot, she gets a dodge. It comes back with Nimble. The next time she gets shot, she gets another dodge, and she has the dodge that she kept from Nimble. So now she's got two dodges, and then she'll just have two the, the rest of the time she gets shot at. I mean, it's... It's a powerful card with all the, the nimble units that exist with the Rebels. So, Yep, 100%. Def definitely cool. Also, you know, had we not known that Inquisitors were coming, everybody would be saying that Inquisitors are coming just from the card art. So, because the, the, there are Inquisitors on the card. <laughs> yes, that is correct. <laughs> uh, and obviously we've been mentioning Sabine a lot. But that's because of the second two pip that comes with Ahsoka called Family Reunion, which uh, orders Ahsoka Tano and Sabine Wren. And this card, I think, is amazing because it says Ahsoka Tano gains teamwork Sabine Wren. At the start of Ahsoka Tano's activation, Sabine Wren may perform a speed two move. At the start of Sabine Wren's activation, Ahsoka Tano may perform a speed two move. So in short... It orders both of them, they get teamwork, so right off the bat, if they're close enough to each other, uh, Ahsoka is giving Sabine a dodge right at the start because Ahsoka has defend one, and then you just choose who you go with first, and the other person gets a speed two move out of it for free, and then the, when you go with the other one, they get a speed two move. I mean, it's so much extra movement, plus an extra token on Sabine, and if, you know... You have something like up close and personal on Sabine, and she takes the shot, and then all of a sudden Ahsoka's got two more dodges on her. I mean, it it can do some crazy things. Yeah, those free moves are powerful. I mean, any card in the game that gives out the free moves, no time for sorrows, Padme's. You can choose the the uh, speed one move on her two pip, um, whatever the one that R two has. I don't know what that is the speed one move. I don't. It's his two or three pip but anyway any any card that gives out those free moves is has so much value to it so this is pretty sweet yeah one of cody's cards also gives some free moves but i i can't think of any others that have speed two moves on them they're usually speed ones so yep, this they are they are in fact all speed ones speed speed two moves are a huge deal especially if you're trying to get ahsoka into to ch slicing some things up so she's got quite the threat range like if you give her burst of speed um 
on on this turn between the two speed three moves and the speed two move uh, you're just shy of 22 inches which is about range three and a half which is pretty crazy that that's quite the move quite the move nice and then uh ahsoka's one pip i am no jedi only orders ahsoka and ahsoka tano gains agile one while attacking during the form attack pool step ahsoka tano adds one white die to her attack pool for each dodge token that she has to a maximum of three um that's just nuts because as long as she double moves She's got three dodges, uh, assuming she didn't use the, the one she got from Defend 1. So she's rolling extra an extra three white dice on her attack. She can use those dodges to increase those dice results. And there is the potential, if she has tenacity and has been wounded, that she's rolling ten dice. Yep. She becomes a Tomahawk Missile. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Uh, I mean, between the 10 die alone, if you run the odds on it, it's 6.8 hits, and then you add the three dodges, and now you've got 9.8 hits on average without aims, oh. which is pretty intense. Yeah, uh, <laughs> as long as it's not something immune pierce or armored, it's probably dying. Well, even against other force users now, since they don't get the surge in defense um, with deflect, you could, mm -hmm. I mean, if they have no surges, 10 saves on a red die force, that's five wounds on average, even without pierce. Yeah. So you that, pretty much get them close to dead. Yeah. You you, you can do some, uh, some real work with her on that turn to just murder. Um and personally, that's also my favorite of her uh, her card art cards. So, because that one just looks so nice. Oh, we should also point out she has to have tenacity to get to the tenth dice. Yes, yes, that's what I, I, I did say. That one. yeah. Either, but even without tenacity, if nine dice in a single swing is pretty awesome. It's okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah that that's ahsoka um i gotta say i'm i'm really excited for her and i don't play rebels uh it's actually gotten me to tar start doing some uh, theory crafting uh for some fun rebel lists and making me uh almost want to start painting my rebels um because i, I tend not to play things until i painted them so I've got I would have to do a lot of painting to to get my rebels ready, but um, I mean she just she looks fun, uh, especially they're, they're definitely wanting you to to run her with Sabine. Obviously you don't have to, uh, but the two of them together just seems fun. Yeah, it's it's not something I often talk about, but uh, before I played Gar. Probably my favorite list was Luke Sabine. That's probably what I had the most reps with. Um, and I have honestly not touched it since I started playing Gar, but I still have all the, the models, of course. So naturally, when I saw all the different pairings you could do with Sabine, I started throwing together a list. Um, and it looks, I mean, it looks fun. 
I don't know if I would play it competitively, but I definitely will play it. Um, there's some really cool stuff that you can do, and you can even get it up to 11 acts pretty comfortably. Um, so yeah, pretty excited. Yeah, and that's just as things are now. Uh, I'm assuming we'll see a uh, a points update or some kind of errata. You know, probably I, I would hope before May fourth, because that's when the new uh, you know tournament season starts essentially for uh, AMG. So, um, I mean, I'm I'm basing that on absolutely nothing, but based off of worlds we know things need to change um so i'm hoping that that change will happen before uh may 4th when the new tournament season starts yep that is the rumor i feel like i've heard that now a number of times in various uh from various people and various sources so fingers crossed i would like gar to get some help rebels definitely need some help so um yeah the lists that we're starting to craft now could, I would imagine, only get better, cheaper, you know, have more options on the Rebel side. So, so yeah, we'll see what happens. I mean, obviously, uh, Rebels are going to have some uh, some points hikes. They definitely overperformed at, uh, at Adepticon. You know, I mean, Evan, uh, and... Yeah, we love Evan here. I mean, he he took Commander Luke to day two, so clearly the rebels are overpowered. Um, <laughs> no, Evan, you you were a madman for doing it, and I'm amazed you made it that far. Uh, congratulations! Um, but the fact that Commander Luke, I think, is only five points less than Ahsoka, and he doesn't feel nearly as good as her, is a, a little bad. Lil feels bad in my opinion. He he could probably afford to go down like ten points. A hundred percent. Yeah, a hundred percent. I haven't even looked at his card in a while. He doesn't have Master of the Force, right? He does not. No, Commander Luke does not. Yeah, I just pulled him up here on Tabletop Admiral. Yeah, he he needs some he needs some help. <laughs> yes, he's he's oft forgotten. He's not maybe a bad unit by any the... stretch. Eh, maybe <laughs> we could we could do a glorious versus inglorious on him. There we go on the road. Clearly, he's on the list now for us to to debate. Yeah, he, he's not Ewoks bad. He's just not bad. great. <laughs> but yeah, no Ewoks. Ewoks will be the next boogeyman. Obviously, um, they're they're clearly. Way too powerful, uh, without having seen anything other than Wicket and C-3PO the Golden God. Um, which I will <laughs> never be able to just say Commander C-3PO. It's always going to be C-3PO the Golden God. So um, I expect everyone to follow suit, because that's too good of a tagline not to continue to say it. And he is he going to be like 30 points or 40 points? I remember... 40 points. 40 points. <laughs> For no attack at, at all. <laughs> so, you mean they took away his clumsy a... kick? Yeah, he doesn't even have a clumsy <laughs> kick. Which, if he doesn't come with a model of him sitting in a throne, I'm going to be very upset. <laughs> the old clumsy kick. 
Is that one one? I'm now I'm like there's so many units that I just don't even look at anymore. Uh, clumsy kick, if you're wondering, is in fact one white die. But is surge to be fair, hit. it's one. Right, it's a surging <laughs> white die. Thirty-seven point five percent of the time, you're gonna get a hit. It's gonna be pretty intense. Oh man, we need more C3PO on the table, and uh, not with the Ewoks. Just saying. It's it's honestly hard to believe that there was like over a year period of time where I played R2 and C3PO in clones. Um I mean I I believe it. I mean calculate odds yeah, is a Yeah. It, I mean it's it's one of those things that then eventually you just move away from it and you're like, man, I don't even know what those guys do anymore. I mean he's only fifteen points for two extra health. That's with the calculate odds. I mean you just wanted to use R2 and C3PO as a uh, token battery and repair battery, that's not a bad way to play him, especially in the uh, Republic nowadays with Cody coming out with a maybe more vehicle heavy. Yep. Yep. Yeah, R2 can fit into some of those less nicely, I think. Are you interested in hearing my 11-act Ahsoka Sabine list? Yes, actually. Very interested. All right. Let me pull it up here for you, sir. All right. So... We've got Rebel Officer leading the charge here. Classic. Commander of this of this force. Ahsoka Tano with force push, burst of speed, tenacity, and seize the initiative. I like seize on her, so on Sabine's one pip, Ahsoka still has an order. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sabine you, ran you said, with Recon. You said into the fray on her? So I go back and forth between tenacity and into the fray. I went oh, with tenacity, tenacity in this okay. build. Sorry, I'm trying to yeah, build it up yeah. while you're uh, you're doing it, so I can. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No worries. All yeah, right. I like the the thought of having the ten die, but I guess if she's not wounded, that never really comes up. And if mm-hmm. she's really gonna like kind of pseudo kamikaze, it's not gonna be activated if she's kind of approaching from behind line of sight blockers. Obviously, you don't want her to take wounds. Right. Um. Sabine Wren with just recon intel. Oh, just which recon. this is kind of how I get it to eleven acts. Um, you could do ten and then throw like dark saber and like more upgrades mm-hmm. on her. Sure. But I just did recon intel, and then it's pretty straightforward from there. Three rebel vets with the CM ninety three trooper. Three of the yeah. Mark twos. And then two uh, sniper strike teams for two eleven acts, eight hundred points. Okay, okay. So yeah, I could see dropping. I've, I mean, I've done all kinds of different things, but I could see dropping one of the Mark Twos or dropping one of the strike teams to do upgrades on Sabine or give the Rebel Officer Vigilance or get Portable Scanner. Um, I really like the idea of the 11 activations, though, especially with Ahsoka is pretty much juiced up, like at 196 points. And Sabine, even with just recon intel to do like a threaten, you know, center box and recover the supplies, I'm fine with her at 127. There's some nice to have upgrades like up close and personal or the Darksaber, but uh, Mm -hmm. I think I'd rather have 11x personally. I think that just comes down to play style, though. That's fair. Yeah, personally, if I were to do it, I'd probably go for a, a 10-act version. 
because I think uh, what would be one of the best ways to do it is Sabine with um, up close and personal, the dark saber, and her electro grappling line. Yeah, just as that extra deterrent for other uh, saber wielding maniacs to immobilize them and then just let your army open up on that person. Yep. Yep. Because, I mean, everybody is scared of Boba's whipcord. And it doesn't seem like anybody thinks about the electro grappling line that Sabine has that she could technically use every turn if she wanted to. <laughs> I mean, she wouldn't be doing anything other than using it and recovering. But it exists. It's definitely a threat. I I think the the fact that the whipcord is a free action is mm -hmm. like the game changer. I, granted, you only use it once, but I feel like that's really all you end up needing it is that one pivotal moment where you can freeze another, you know, freeze a Jedi or freeze some unit on a scoring round. Um, every time I've put grappling line on her, I always feel like you want to be able to freeze something and then run away, which she, you know, with, she's fast. I mean, she can jump over stuff, but it'd be awesome if she could do two moves like he can or move shoot. Um, you're pretty much, I would think, committed to doing a move no. if you're already grappling something. No. Completely agree. It's it's less versatile than what Boba's got, but nobody really talks about it. It it is an option that exists. So you know, it's your uh instead of taking an entire Boba Fett, it, you know, it's it's an option for people. Because you don't need a command card for it, and, you know. Command cards are uh pretty uh pretty valuable tool to have so if you would rather have a different uh command card for only five points you too can pretend Thank to you. be boba fett for a little while very true yeah yeah, yeah if I you on that two pip you can really cover some ground because like i was saying with ahsoka if you give her burst and then she gets that speed two move she's just shy of 22 inches and sabine it'd be the same story because she's got um you know speed three natively with jump two right and i mean ahsoka's two pip would be a great time to use the electro grappling line on sabine you go with sabine first she moves use the grapple line then she's maybe vulnerable for one turn right and then you go with ahsoka and sabine then gets to move to get out of get out of there yeah so yeah get out of dodge it's it's definitely uh useful um to, you know definitely opens you up for some uh, shenanigans what i also really like about that uh teamwork card for the moves the moves doesn't have a range requirement they could be on complete opposite sides of the table oh yeah good point yeah i didn't notice that o only the teamwork has a range because that's the keyword but those those free moves happen no matter where they are. So you thought Sabine was tough to catch when she had a box before. Now she's really tough to catch when she has a box. I I think the Sabine Ahsoka combo will probably be the best list at recover the supplies. Is kind of my initial thoughts because I always I mean 
Boba's obviously really good at it, but Sabine is pretty much uncatchable in this situation. In circum, if like as long as the board is, I mean, granted, terrain might get less dense with the new cover rules, but even then, running twenty-two inches away <laughs> while bouncing around is uh is definitely gonna get her to some safe position out of line of sight of the enemy. Yeah, one thing I would love to see work, I I don't think it will because it's just a, a little bit too many points, is an Ahsoka Sabine uh, Clan Ren list. Yep. Yeah, I've listened to a number of the other podcasts talking about... I'm not a fan of Clan Ren, personally. They are... Probably not the best unit around, but they are definitely a fun unit. They can do a lot. They're they're better than the the regular Mandalorian Resistance, because you just get so much more health. Um, Yeah, 100%. And and they can do some tricky things in the... uh, the retinue with Sabine definitely helps them survive, survive longer because of nimble. But yeah, I, I do think in general Mandalorians, the, uh, not characters need a little bit of a tweak because the, the second, the, uh, the dice variance, uh, doesn't go your way on defense. They just don't exist anymore. Yeah. A hundred percent. I'm not sure how you'd fix that, uh, especially it, with the one wound models. Maybe you just make them all two wounds. I don't know. That almost feels a little overpowered. But I there's such a delicate balance there. I feel like because a unit that can have that much mobility and that many wounds scares me um, from mm-hmm. like the objective play standpoint. Right. Uh, there's there's something that needs to be done. I just don't know what it is. Yeah, agreed. They I, they're definitely when I look at rebels, I feel like they're probably the first thing that comes to mind outside of Commander Luke that needs a tweak. That maybe, <laughs> and uh, Rebel Pathfinders would probably be <laughs> be the next next on that list. No, no, no. If there's any Rebel unit that needs a tweak. The top of the list is fleet troopers. <laughs> you don't like fleet troopers? I like we fleet did, troopers. You did say they were inglorious. Yes, multiple times now. But <laughs> I love the fleet troopers because they're just that bad. There's now so many other units that do what they do, but better. If we got a version of the game where it was literally just corridors and hallways and you couldn't jump over walls, Fleet Troopers would be amazing for some kind of, you know, like, capture the flag kind of a game, you know? If if we were literally just playing in the halls of starships where the Fleet Troopers are at their best, they'd be an amazing unit because of Ready One. Their, their key word that after they do a standby, they get an aim token. You just sit them around a corner. Nothing can mess with them other than maybe a force push. They, they become OP in that situation. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, Back they just I mean, they die. The list that I was referencing, like pre-pandemic, pre-Clone Wars era when I got into Gar, I always had fleet troopers. But at the time, 
they probably had one of the larger dice pools in the game. Oh, yeah. Um, they were never great. I mean, but at the time, I actually I really enjoyed playing them with, like, the scatter gun and the officer. Um, hey, look. So, so yeah. But, yeah, th- the dice pools, I mean, we can talk power creep or we get, you know, the dice pools just keep getting larger and larger and larger. Mm-hmm. So they suddenly no longer seem as crazy as they once did when everybody threw like four or five dice unless you're a z6 right. which it was pretty much like three or four machine. hits anyway yeah, yeah 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 exactly but i have to say i think the fleet troopers with a little bit of work i'm not sure what that little bit of work would be have the potential to be an amazing unit specifically just for the one gun i don't think i've ever seen on a table the mpl 57 barrage trooper Range one to three, blast impact two, and but it you know it taps. With blast is now an amazing keyword to have in this game. Impact two you need because dark troopers. The only problem with this gun is that the rest of the unit can't help at range three. <laughs> yep, we we've seen the HH twelve come back because impact three is great. And the rest of the squad can help at range three. This thing is only good at range two. And at that point, I mean, the unit's probably half dead by the time it gets to range two, if not fully dead. It'll be interesting. Obviously, everybody's like dark troopers are really affecting the way that people list build, obviously, because you have to Mm -hmm. have such a high amount of impact. And people are exploring different upgrades that they might not previously have even you know, looked at HH12 would be the probably the prime example of that. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if they tweak dark troopers at all. I my concern, I mean, they're so new, and we saw what happened with Blizzard, where they said they didn't have enough data going into worlds, even though they were winning, you know, event after mm-hmm. event after event. So my concern is they're going to go, well, they've only been out for one event. Let's see, you know, give people time to tech against them and see what actually happens, which I don't think you're going to have that much of a different result, honestly. Um, But I don't see them personally, maybe it's a hot take, making any adjustments to Dark Troopers this quickly. I I think I agree with you. As much as I think they do need a slight tweak... I, I think the most likely kind of a tweak we would see, and this was an idea that somebody shared with me while I was at Adepticon, and I liked the idea, it kind of makes sense to me, is make the Dark Troopers a, you can only take one of unless you bring Moff Gideon, and then you can bring two. So kind of like make them a uh, semi-unique unit where you can't take more than one without the Entourage keyword. Because a lot of people who are bringing double Darks aren't bringing Gideon so they're getting a cheaper commander as a result so I I think that adds a nice little extra commander tax into into things so yeah I I think that would be like a bare minimum change that they could get away with I would like to see them have like armor four or armor three something where it's like if you don't have impact it's not like well you're screwed like you might as well just give up now if that um, were the case i'd want them to get cover they don't get the benefits of cover at all if we're going to give them an armor value they should be able to get cover 
I think the challenge there, so say they're in heavy cover and they've got armor four, the first six hits go away. Right. So you're there's not even a, a, enough units that throw enough dice that are... Yeah, but that's not much different than saying, hey, I'm shooting a spider droid that's armor three and it's got heavy cover. You're getting rid of the first five hits. Accurate. I hate them. <laughs> yeah, I know. I when really in doubt, hated them when they were when they were ion uh, <laughs> ion at was it like sixty five points or fifty five something yeah, ridiculous? Way too cheap. But yeah, no, I mean, there's something that can be done. I don't know what it is. Um, that's why I don't design the game. You know, I just talk about it. But um, yeah, I, I, we'll see if they do any change. Um, I'm hoping for a little tweak. I'm hoping the tweak isn't to points because they're already a very expensive unit. Um, but sometimes points is the easiest way to try and balance something. Yeah, but yeah, I don't. I, I don't think the points are the problem. Would be my, you know what I mean? It's just the. I the thing I dislike the most is I don't like that. Like now, when I go to build a list, this one unit in the whole Legion universe, so to speak, um, requires me to basically plan for it. I mean, just like Blizzard Force does to some extent. Um, But there's ways to work around it with Blizzard Force. This is pretty much like you don't have impact, you're kind of screwed. Unless you've got a lot of critical. Unless you got a lot of critical. And a lot of pierce behind the critical. Maybe I bring my Wookiees out of retirement. There we go. They The problem That's with them is they get one good shot, and then the Wookiees would just die. be dead. Yeah. <laughs> Fair. I don't know. Something needs to be done. Uh, obviously, the answer is Ewoks, and it's horrible that the answer is Ewoks. So I know everybody's very excited for the Ewoks, uh, as am I. But I am terrified of how ridiculous and overpowered they are likely to be. Considering they are one of the least advanced civilizations we have seen in Star Wars. <laughs> I don't know. that what Babu Frick is probably the... Well, I guess he's still advanced. You're, yeah. The Ewoks are primitive. Hey, look, um, the the Anzellans are amazing. It was they were clearly the best thing. Babu Frick was the best thing to come out of episode nine. Uh, I I don't mind saying that at all. Hysterical, um, yeah, he is I, hysterical. And I I want more Anzellans in Star Wars. That that's that's my plea right now. Uh, they're just hilarious, and they work. The fact that they are also ridiculous puppets is great you could throw them into rebels as like uh like a repair one unit and the base wouldn't even have to have anything on it you just say like oh yeah he's there you just can't see this is the oh, model, would model be, too would tiny be to so paint. small they're like half the size of grogu <laughs> they might even be smaller than that didn't he in one of the episodes of the the latest season of the mandalorian like run after and like pick one up yeah, he, he gave like it a big hug. And freaking out. Yeah. yeah, they're like half his size. I had to go back and watch that. I feel like my kids would get a kick out of that, too. 
Yeah, no, that's just that just tickles my funny bone. But yeah, so uh, besides prepping for ACO, I haven't really done any other kind of Legion hobby stuff. I haven't played any games since uh, Adepticon. Kind of, you know, just trying to kind of in a chill mode right now. Uh, I am hoping in this. Uh, coming week to uh play in a uh, local tournament not sure of the turnout i might end up playing i might end up just being the judge for it it's at a not not my normal store but i'm you know with uh cory dealing with some other stuff at the moment um i gotta i, I don't know if he'll be uh, running it or if i need to bring some tables so it, it feels more legiony so uh Trying to figure all that out. How about you, John? You got any games in lately? Last game I got in was uh, a Cody Anakin game against Corey playing an Asajj triple stab list. Ooh. Yes. That it sounds did not. fun. It, it was fun. Cody did great. Anakin did not. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Speaking of Cody... He is coming out the Friday after we release this episode. So, he is almost here. He is almost here. I am super excited. I uh, So, I basically just printed all of his cards and then put them over top of other command cards in my card sleeves and then printed his unit card. Uh, I even splurged and did color prints. Um, <gasps> yeah. I'm crazy. And then I, <laughs> I used a uh, an arc trooper that was painted with like yellow accents that I had. So it, I mean, it pretty much look like some you know some resemblance of what Cody will be. Uh, and actually, the one thing that I to point out, uh, the jump keyword is surprisingly helpful on him to get some some spicy ranged four shots. There was multiple times where I'm like. Oh, gosh, I'm going to have to climb this. Oh, I'm going to be like an inch short. And I'm like, wait a second. He's got jump. I can do my full speed two move and just hop right on up. Um, so that was something on his card initially that I was like, ah, that's cool. Um, and then in practice, I was like, okay, this is awesome. This is this is uh, very good to have to get some shots lined up that you might not otherwise have if you didn't have jump. Nice. Yeah, no. Uh, as much as everybody likes to say the new climb rules gave everybody jump one, the difference between jump one and climbing is still a, a very big difference. Yep. Accurate. Yeah. So, Cody. But yeah. Hobby work. I've, uh, I've started kind of selling off some of my tables. I overcommitted. <gasps> <laughs> I still have a ridiculous amount of tables. <laughs> Oh, okay. That's Black Friday was not then. good to me. I overcommitted and was like, you know what? I'm going to have 12 <laughs> tables because why not? Um, so I think I I already had like five or six at the time that I had built and painted over years. So why I thought getting another six tables that were completely unnecessary uh, wouldn't overwhelm me almost immediately as I started priming them. <laughs> <laughs> so 
so yeah, so I, I basically, I sold six tables on eBay that were glued and primed. So save somebody a little bit of time, uh, retain maybe like 80% of what I sold on them. So I know my wife was happy above anything just from clearing out the basement of just like terrain everywhere. And I'm hoping I got some new listeners because everybody I sold a table to on eBay or Etsy, uh, I immediately said, hey, like, I don't know, you obviously are into Legion if you're buying a table. Uh, Do you listen to any podcasts? Check us out. So if that is you, if you're one of the five people, because I had one guy buy two tables out there that is now listening as a result of buying a table, I hope you enjoy that table and I hope you enjoy our content as well. Yeah, definitely. And uh, speaking of, if you uh, do enjoy our content and you want to talk to us some more, please feel free to join our Discord. Uh, There's a link available on our Facebook page and on our homepage on Podbean and I believe also on our YouTube page. We're on all the different podcasting apps. Uh, If the one you listen to, you don't see us... um, Clearly, you're listening to us on a different one, so thank you. But let us know if uh, we're not on your favorite podcasting app. Um, you know, we are on Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, YouTube. Uh, if you don't want to join our Discord, want to still talk to us, please leave comments on our podcasts. Uh, most likely, we will respond to you on YouTube. Uh, that's where most of our comments seem to be, anyway. Um, and. Uh, you know, we definitely would appreciate if you leave us a rating and review. would definitely help us out. Uh, additionally, if you join our Facebook group, we are the Inglorious Blasters of Star Wars Legion podcast. We'd love to talk to you there. As well as we have an email. If you want to email us, um, it is swlingloriousblasters at gmail.com. So lots of different ways you can interact with us come interact with us we have fun uh especially on the discord where there's almost no rules uh except for make sure your stuff happens in the right channel uh which is why we had to uh save our uh, general chat channel from pet pictures and create an entire pet picture channel (laughs) things you didn't think you needed no but it's also one of our most popular channels so (laughs) who doesn't like to look at some cute pictures of some dogs and some cats Uh, if you have a pet that isn't a dog or a cat uh, you can be the first to post pictures if you join our discord would that be like a child no they're not pets children you have a stronger legal obligation to take care of that's that's fairly accurate i suppose All right. Anything else we got to say here, John? Nope. Sign up for ACO. Be there or be square. Are are the kids still saying that? I don't know. I I don't don't think the kids do much talking. They usually just text each other. Oh, I guess that's true. That's probably fairly accurate. Man, we're old. All right, so... We are the Inglorious Blasters. I'm Brendan. I'm John. I will make the 3D printer noises even louder or I won't. Thanks, everybody.